Shalom to all. Today's daf is Erevin Daf Dalid. We're starting Gimel Ahmed Bey's The Bottom Line, Forwards Into The Line. Today's daf is sponsored by Zchos Zlatabaz Gittel. She should have a Refuah Shlema, Bekar of Mamish. Now we concluded yesterday's Gemara with Machlekes between Abai and Rava, what Rav Nachman holds in regards to the length of an Amma. Rava was easy. All Amas are six Tfachim, and the only difference in measurement is if it's Seichik or Atsev, loose Tfachim or precise Tfachim. However, Abai held that an Amma used to measure a Mavu and Sukkah were five Tfachim, and the one for a kerem was a six tefachama. So the Gemara says, Mesa, we have a question. All Amas Chacham mentioned are six tefachamas. As long as Shalai they shouldn't be precise. Now, what does this mean? According to Rava, when it says it's not allowed to be mechoven, it's not allowed to be precise, that means some of them are seichik, some are loose, and some are tight. But according to Abayah, this is problematic because Abayah says that some Amas are five tefachim, some Amas are six. So how does he reconcile this with the Brayso? That says that all Amas are six Tefachamas. So Amal Chabaya, I will tell you, it's not a problem. Ema Amas Kilayim Ba'am Bas Shisha, that the Amma used to measure by Kilayim is a six Tefachama, but not all other Amas. The Gemara says, Hamiktani Seifa, the Seifa the Brazo says, Rabshimagamalil Aimer, call Amas Shamar Chamim, all the Amas Chamim mentioned, be Kilayim. In regards to Kilayim, is Ba'am Bas Shisha, is a six Tefachama, or Vavach Loimitsum Samas, as long as they're not precise. Michal that implies, the Tanakama, call Amas Kamar. When the Tanakama said that all Amas, or six tefachamas, he wasn't only talking about kilayim amas, he was talking about all, all amas. So we see that the Tanakama is problematic according to Abayah's opinion. So the Gemara says, I will tell you, doesn't Reb Shimon Gamliel at least go like me? I know, Dominic Reb Shimon Gamliel. I hold like Reb Shimon Gamliel, so I have a ton to support me. The Gemara says, according to Abayah, whether or not we're going to always measure a six tefachama, or if we're sometimes going to have a five tefachama. But according to Rava, who says it's a Machlekes Tanaim, Amalachar Rava. Rava will tell you, Rav Shimon Gamliel Ha'asla Shaminon. Rav Shimon Gamliel is simply trying to tell us that Amas Kilaim Loyet Samtim. That we shouldn't be precise when we're measuring the Amma of Kilaim. It should be a Tefach Soichek. It should be a loose Tefach when we measure it. So the Gemara says, Vleima Amas Kilaim Loyet Samtim. Why didn't he just say that the Amma of Kilaim we should not be precise with it? Why did Rav Shimon Gamliel deem it necessary to say that the Amma of Kilaim is a six Tefach Amma? We don't need to know that. We know that all Amas are six Tefach. So the Gemara says, Doesn't it mean that Rav Gamliel is specifically trying to exclude the Am of Sukkah and Am of Mavui, which are going to be five Tefachamas, and it must be that this Bryce is like a Bayi. So the Gemara says, He's trying to exclude the Amma of the Yisoyed, of the base of the Mizbeach, and the Amma of the ledge, the Soyvev, around the Mizbeach. It says in the Pasuk, These are the measurements of the Mizbeach, and measurement in Amma's, Amma v'toifach, an Amma and a Tefach. The measurements being given are an Amma's that one would need to add on a Tefach in order to reach the standard Amma, meaning the measurements being given are in five Tefach Amma's, whereas the standard Amma is a six Tefach Amma. And the Buzzer continues, V'cheko Amma, and the base is an Amma, V'amma Reichav, and its width is an Amma, U'gvula el-sfasa saviv, zeres ha'echad, and it's bordered to its edge all around should be one zeres, which is half of an Amma, V'zev gava mizbeach. So now we explain this. Cheko Amma, what's Cheko Amma? Zeyesoid. This is the base on Mizbeach, which was an Amma. Va'amma Rachav, Zesoivev. This is the Soivev, which is the ledge. Ugvula Asfasa Savev. What does this mean? Elo Akronis. These are the horns, so to speak, on top of the Mizbeach. V'zegava Mizbeach. Zemizbeach Hazav. This is talking about the Mizbeach Hazav. What's going on over here? The Mizbeach was made up of four sections. The base was the widest part, and its height was a five Tefach Amma. The section on top of that was five Ammas tall, but these were six Tefach Ammas. The middle section also also had a ledge, the soivev, that jutted 
without an ama, and that ama was a five tefach ama. There were protrusions at the top of the mizbeach that were an ama tall and wide, and those were also five tefach amas. So we see that the five tefach ama was used in the mizbeach, but not with other measurements such as mavui, sukkah, and kerem, and that's what Rabbi Shimon Gamli was trying to exclude when he said that the kelayim ama is a six tefach ama. He's excluding the ama measurement in the mizbeach, which is a five tefach ama. And now once we had started on measurements, Amrav Chiyabarashi, Amrav, Shirin, all sorts of measurements that we have, Chatzitzin, something that will be a Chatzitza when we want to put a person or a keli into the mikvah, we know it's not allowed to have a Chatzitza on it, or Mechitzin, and what's considered a valid Mechitza, a valid partition, Halach HaMash Misinai, all these halachas are halacha l'mashmi sinai. We don't actually have a source for them in the Torah. So the Gemara asks, Shirim Dairaisahu. Shirim is the Dairaisah. It's not halacha l'mashmi sinai. Tachsiv, it says in the Pasuk, Eretz Chitu Saira, and this is the Pasuk that tells us about the Shivas Haminim. Ba'amar Avchanan, call a Pasuk Hazed. This entire Pasuk, Lishirin Amar. It's teaching us all the proper Shirim. Chita. It says in the Pasuk, Chita, wheat. Lechitadnan, we have a Mishnah. Ha'nechis l'bayas Haminuga. A person that goes into a house which is full of tsaras. Vikevok Sefav, and he has his clothing on his shoulder. Visandal Vitabaisabiyadav. He's carrying his shoes and his rings in his hand. Him and everything that he's carrying are tame right away. But if he's wearing his clothing, and he's wearing his shoes and his rings are on his fingers, he's tame right away. But everything he's wearing is going to be tahar. Until he lingers around, he hangs around in this house, the amount of time it takes to eat a piece of bread, wheat bread, and not barley bread, he's reclining, and eating it with dip. And if he lingers around this amount of time, in this bayas hamanuga, this house, it's full of tsaras, so then everything on him is also going to be tamay. But we see that the sheer given is eating a slice of wheat bread, and that's what we learn from the Pasuk of Chita. So what do we learn about barley from the Pasuk? Now we have Mishnah. Etzim Kisaira, if we have a bone of a deceased person the size of a barley, it's going to be metame someone who touches it or carries it, but it's not going to be metame if it's in an oil, nothing else is going to become tame. Gefen, what do we learn from that part of the Pasuk? We know that if a Nazir drinks a revius of wine, so he's going to get malchus and he's going to have to restart his Naziris. That's what we learn from Gefen in the Pasuk. What do we learn from Fig? We know that it's usher to carry out on Shabbos something the size of a gregaris, a fig. Remind, what about a pomegranate? We have a Mishnah. We know if the standard vessel in someone's house becomes tame, so then the way to make it tar is by quote-unquote breaking it. So if we make a hole the size of a pomegranate, so that's considered like we break the vessel, and now it's going to be tar. And the continuation of the Pesach is Eretz Zeshem, a land flowing with olive oil. Eretz Shekolshi Eretz a land that all the measurements that we measure in this land are Kezayas. So the Gemara asks right away, Kolshi Eretz HaKadaytoch, all the measurements are kazais. We just mentioned a whole bunch of shurim that have nothing to do with the kazais. So we say, Many, many shurim have to do with the kazais. What about dvash? This is talking about date honey. It's also to eat the amount of a date on Yom Kippur. So the Gemara is asking, we see it this Pasuk of Eretz Chitusaira, Gevintain of Rima, and Eretz Shemu Dvash is teaching us proper shurim. How can we say it's Allah Almashim Sinai and it doesn't have a source in the Pasuk? So the Gemara says, Does it say anything about shurim in in this pasuk, it doesn't say anything about shiurim. Really, these shiurim are Allah HaMash Misinai. Vasmachin Rabbanon HaKray, and the Rabbanon just use the pasuk as a smach, but not as the source for the halacha. The source of the halacha is Allah HaMash Misinai. The Gemara continues to ask, Chatzitza and Dairaisa Ninu. We know the halachas of Chatzitza, of a mikvah, are Dairaisa. The Chatzitza says in the pasuk, Rachas is called Basar Bamayim. A person has to wash their entire body in water. What do we learn from there? Shloy Dabar Chaitzitz Ben Basar Bamayim. There's not allowed to be a Chatzitza, some sort of separation in between his flesh and the water. And what do we learn from the pasuk Bimayim in water? Bimay Mikvah. It's allowed to be in gathered water. It doesn't have to be in a spring in Mayim Chaim. 
Kolbasari, what do we learn from that? Mayim shakal gufay oil bahen. He has to dunk in water that his entire body can be covered by. Makamahen, and how much is that? Amal, ama burum gimel amais. One ama by one ama by three amais. Vishir hachamim me mikvah memsa. And the hachamim shir of the amount of a mikvah is 40 saw of water. So we see very clearly the Basak teaches us that you're not allowed to have a chatzitza on your skin when you go to the mikvah. So the Gemara says, you're right. Kietzer chilchasal l'sarai. What do we need a halachal mashim misinai for? In reference to chatzitzas, that has to do with chatzitza on the hair. That's halachal mashim misinai. Okay, Rabbi Ravuna, like Rabbi Ravuna, dumb Rabbi Ravuna, nima achas kshura chatzitzas. If there's one hair that's tied, that's going to be a chatzitza because the water can't get in between that knot. Shalash in chatzitzas, if there's three hairs that are tied, that's not going to be chatzitza because the water could still get into the knot. Shtaim any idea, if there's two hairs that are tied, I don't know what the halacha is. The Gemara continues asking, Sari nami dairaisu, even the fact that you're not allowed to have chatzitza on your hair is also dairaisu. Detanya, we have a brayso, it says in the Pasuk, Varachatz es kol basare. S teaches us hatafel basare, something which is secondary to his basar, vizehu seor, and that's talking about his hair. So we have a very clear pasuk that tells us that a chatzitza on the hair is also midiraisa. The Gemara says you're right. We have halacha l'mishmisinai to teach us some sort of halacha in regards to chatzitza. What does this mean? Something which covers the majority of the hair. And a person's particular about this thing that's on the hair, chaytzitz, that's going to be chatzitza. But if she ain't a if they're not makbid about this being on the hair, ain't a chaytzitz, so it's not going to be chatzitza. But v'gazral ruba she ain't they made a gzera, that's something that covers the majority of the hair, even though they're not makbid about it. Misham ruba amakbid, because perhaps something's going to be on the majority of the hair, and they will be makbid about it. Valmiyute hamakbid, they were also geyser, there's something that's a miyot, it doesn't cover the majority of the hair, but they are makbid about it, that's going to be us or also, Misham ruba hamakbid. Because we're afraid a person's gonna allow something to cover the majority of the hair and they're gonna be makbid about that. So the Gemara asks, We should be geyser on a case that it's miut she'ene makbid. It doesn't cover right of the hair and he's not even makbid about it. And why would we be geyser that? Because perhaps he's gonna be more lenient in a case where it's rive but not makbid or miut and he is makbid. So the Gemara says the reason we're not gonna be geyser in that case is because he goof zero. The fact that ruba she'ene makbid or miut ha makbid itself is only xero. We're going to get up and make a to that gzera and not allow a person to go to the mikvah if they have something that's a miut and ene makbid, that we're not going to go so far. So we see that the halachal noesh misinai that we have in regards to chatzitza is a chatzitza on the hair, something that's rubai she'ene makbid or miut hamakbid. So the Gemara continues asking, mechitzas dairaisa nenu. Mechitzas are really dairaisa. They're not halachal noesh misinai. Aaron tishav kaparis tefach. The Aaron was nine tefachim tall and the kaparis on top of it was a tefach. Harikan asara. We have ten tefachim. And so we learn from the Aaron that a standard mechitza is ten tefachim tall. And that's midairaisa. That's not halachal noesh misinai. The Gemara says, you're right. Let's yichel Rabbi Yehuda. We only Need this for Rabbi Yehuda. The Amar he says Amas benyan b'amavas shisha. The Amma used in building the base of Mikdash in the Mishkan was a six tefach Amma. Amas kalim, but the Amma used in making the kalim b'amavas chamisha. That was a five tefach Amma. Therefore, when the Torah says that the Aaron was one and a half Amas tall, it wasn't nine tefachim tall. It was actually seven and a half tefachim tall. So therefore, we can't learn that a mechitza is ten tefachim from the Aaron, and that's why we have to have a lachal misinai. For Rabbi Yehuda's opinion, but now the Gemara continues asking, "Lamer, but what about according to Amir? The Amar Kala Amis are Yabaniyos. They're all Amis used in building. were six Tefach Amas, and therefore we can learn Mechitzos from the Aryan. So what do we need the Halachal Meshmisinai for? Ma'akel Meimar. So the Gemara says, "You're right. Lerav Meir, according to Meir, Kasei Hilchso. What do we need the Halachal Meshmisinai of Mechitzos for? That's good. When we want to extend the Mechitza, we either say Good Aches or Good Asik. We extend it upwards or downwards, and we're going to count to this later. So we're not going to talk about it now. Lovud when 
we have two things that are within three tefachim of each other, so they're considered connected. As we had previously, that we have a bent wall and a sukkah. All those things, those are Allah Chalmash Misina, and that's where Rav Meir learns them from. Everyone should have a wonderful day.